Welcome to the Rice Dynasty Podcast. Uh, this is Season 3, Episode 6 for the record, and it is now hosted by only one owner who is undefeated in the 2020 season. The other one has one loss, unfortunately, so his opinions may be a little bit uh, less reliable this week, obviously. Just a little a little warning up front um, for all the listeners out there. And uh, yeah, he is giving me the stink guy right now on, on the Zoom. He's a little pissed because I, I was the one who did beat him. And it was because his quarterback got injured. So I do feel a little bit bad about that. Um, do you really? For do sure. Do you really feel bad about it? Has it been eating you up? No, no. Oh, okay. When, when Dak got injured, I uh, got a bottle of champagne. I was just partying. And my whole family was like, what are you doing? This man just brutally got hurt. Um, he's going to be gone for a while. His brother died this summer. Like, he's depressed. And I was just like, I don't care. I only care about fantasy. I don't care about anyone's feelings, all right? Dak's foot fell off, and John texted me, <laughs> suck it, I'm so happy this guy just died. <laughs> would have been happy. No, I said I would have been happier if he yeah, died. <laughs> he would have been happier if he died so he could never come back. But they said he might come back <laughs> next year. But John was like, it doesn't matter. I just beat you, so suck it. Worth it. Thank you, Dak. Thank you, New York Giants for injuring Dak. That is John's new favorite team. He is wearing a New York Giants hat for, I think the Giants don't have any wins, but John is a huge fan now. Go Giants. Go Giants, baby. They won me this game. Um, In all reality, though, um, John, you had a better week than me. My team did not perform very well. Uh, Dak was a part of it. Maybe if he doesn't go down, maybe I win. But uh, you can look at other spots in my lineup and say, you know, that's probably why you lost much more than the quarterback injury. Like, Gibson had a bad game. Clyde didn't get much. Not much happened with Clyde. And George Kittle had bad games. Um, Against the best team in the league, you need your star players to show out. And mine did not. So that was unfortunate. Um, Wish I could have uh, pulled this one out. But, hey, you know, we can't all start Miles Gaskin every week. Which uh, I needed to do yeah. apparently, but feel the same about Daryl Henderson. Except I did start him one week, and that was the one week he did nothing. Right, Sean McVay gave him no carries. So. The difference, though, is the man of consistency is Mr. Miles Gaskin. He always <laughs> gets the touches. Um, but Very this is true. not a Miles Gaskin podcast, as much as I would like it to be. It should, it should be. be. Um, so I think it is time. Let's hop right into these power rankings. I, I don't know how much yours have changed, John, because mine, at least in the bottom, have not changed much, and I don't think they will be, unfortunately. Yeah, most of the changes for me are in the middle-ish, kind of. Okay. But the bottom. Lead us off, then. But the, the, the bottom four are the exact same for okay. me. Um, Alex is number 10. Um, yeah, we were just looking at his points for before this game, and it is just way lower than anyone else. This is just before he was. I feel like he was actually putting up fights, Michael. And now he's just doing nothing. Hey, he he got over fifty um, percent odds to win at one point this week. We were pretty excited. Yeah, for yeah him. this was the one week. Yeah, 
this was the one week. It was um, after Henry Ruggs caught that uh, long touchdown. We were like, is this it? But then the rest of his team, of course, did nothing. So, no, it was not it. No. Um, and, God, Grant really lucked out uh, the one week where two of his best players had a bye. Um, he's ended up getting a win. So, uh, But, yeah, Alex's team, still obviously bad. I, I'm worried he's not going to be able to get a win now. I think that was one of his best opportunities. Yeah, it's going to come down to his game against Charlie. Um, I, I really think that was one of his greatest opportunities. Uh, good for Henry Ruggs, though. Um, we've said this before, and I think the mistake we've given him in terms of advice was, excuse me, if a player does well, you should try to uh, keep him and, you know, wait it out. But now I think they're looking at this roster. I think it's time to sell high on anything you can. Sell high, get some capital, and uh, try to rebuild. Honestly, get draft picks. Yeah, exactly. Try to get draft picks. Get- I, I mean... Maybe this is the time where I'll I'll uh, rant about this draft. Like it's nuts that we had two trades this week, and in both of those trades, the draft picks are going to me and Chris. Like, why are people still offering me and Chris draft picks? We don't need them. We're two of the highest scoring teams in the league right now, and have the most depth by far. Why are people trading us draft picks? You should be asking for our draft picks because we should be the ones not needing them, right? But, I agree. But people are still relentlessly giving us draft picks. Um, I mean, Nick, I, I'll take your trade if you're going to offer it to me. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take that many draft picks for Goddard, who I don't think I'm going to use it all this right. year. It's a um, second-round pick in two-thirds. Like, well, hold on here, guys. Goddard is worth maybe two-thirds, maybe a second and a third if you're really desperate. Like, That's a lot to give up for Dallas Goddard, who is not even the tight end one yeah. on his own team. I don't know. Draft picks are valuable. Like look back at these drafts and realize that a lot of these guys are starters this year. Like in other words, look at Chris, especially I was going to say, yeah, just look at Chris's bench. Like, look at those guys. They're, they're all starters. It's stacked. It's literally stacked because of, because of how many draft picks he had. And now you guys are giving him more. He has three first rounds. What are we doing? What are are we doing? doing? (sighs) Especially teams like Nick, who I think, would I mean I think his he's changed his team name to playoffs. I think he's trying to go more all in on this year. But um I still think you need to I think especially Nick, I think you can still go all in on this year and try to win this year while trying to like keep it consistent. If you go in all all in on this year and you fail, then you just got no first rounder next year and you're feeling like shit. Right. So oh, I, I agree with you completely. I mean if you look at the first round picks from this year Half of them are starters. In the second round, three of them are starters. We're only four weeks in. And then even, even Brandon Ayuk in the third round is a, is a starter, and Justin Herbert is a starter. So, like, we're... And James Robinson. James Robinson, fourth round. So what's that? Like, 12 guys out of the draft are starters, and we're four weeks mm-hmm. in to rookies? Like, Draft picks are valuable. Like, I know I gave up a first for Antonio Gibson, but that was more a depth thing that I needed. Like, we need our draft picks. Like, stop giving them away for garbage. All right, I'm done. Yep. Good job. <laughs> I mean, and you're one of the teams that doesn't really need draft picks anymore because you had so many. Exactly. Year, so, so I'm not willing to trade Yeah, that. I'm willing to trade it. Like, And I'm going to be one of, hopefully, one of the top teams in the league, so my draft pick won't be as good. So, yep. All right. Uh, yes, Alex is 10 for me as well. Good job, Alex. Another good week. 
Uh, my number nine is Charlie. We had a little bit better of a week. Metcalf is still just so good. We, I, I think Tom and Anthony were here yesterday. We were just talking about because Fantasy Pros has Metcalf as wide receiver one in Dynasty now, and Tom was telling me he disagreed. I agree. I think Metcalf is the wide receiver one Dynasty wise. I think he is built. I think he feels built like a Calvin Johnson almost mm. to me. Like he's just good. And as long as he has Russell Wilson, I think he definitely can have that spot. Who uh, who do um, you think is ahead of him, or who did Tom think is ahead of him? Ridley, probably yeah, probably Ridley. <clears throat> yeah, I, it's hard to disagree with that. Um, you know, if I think about, it, I think Metcalf is up there. I, I still think Devontae Adams is up there, and Tyreek Hill as well, because um, they're not that old. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Like Adams, even Michael Thomas is up. Michael there. Thomas is what twenty six. So, like, wide receivers play well into their 30s most of the time, like, ex- except mm-hmm. Julio, apparently. Sorry, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's he's getting back to playing this week. He's just hurt. Okay. I think now he's got no yeah, injury. Yeah, I think he's done. No, <laughs> everyone does. Everyone does. No, he, he's, right. he's, not he'll pro- he'll prove he's not done. He's not done. But no, Chris Godwin's up there, too, I think. He's really young, and he's... Yeah done very well so which charlie also has yeah so charlie so. you know you still have barkley i think Kenyon drake is washed i, I really do oh i yeah. think he's done I, he just he had that great year last year at the end of the year but you look at what he's doing with these carries it's not much and the big difference and i think this is highly under talked about is the targets the so far this year he only has six targets and six catches Last year, he was getting games with, like, nine targets, six catches, you know, in a game. Like, that's awesome. Those are RB1 numbers. But he's not getting those this year. And that's a huge difference in points. So, uh, in that regard, I think Kenyon Drake is just not somebody you really want to start every week. And, unfortunately, that's the only running back he can start every week. Yep. Literally the only one. I, um Another guy I would sell high on, sorry to cut you off, is probably Jamison Crowder. I think it's time to sell high on him. I know I know a Jets, certain Jets fan in our league that might want him. Definitely, there is somebody who loves wide receivers in this league who is also a Jets fan. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, I, I think the sell high period for Kenyon Drake might be over. Like, I don't know who's going to buy oh, him. I don't want him. Yeah. Like, he's just, no one wants to touch him. And now I, I think Chase Edmonds is gaining more and more value by the day. I think Anthony has a better sell-high option with Chase Edmonds. I have tried to buy Chase Edmonds so many times from Anthony. He does not want to give him up for anything less than, like... He needs him. Now that he doesn't have Chubb, he needs right. him. He needs him to start producing. I think he might sell Saquon at some point, too, to, like, a team that needs... Like, I don't... I don't know. We were talking about Saquon too. Like, obviously, very talented man, but he just can't play a season, right? Right. He can't play the whole season ever. No, and he's on a terrible team. So, I mean, can that turn around? Maybe, but is he going to be there long enough for it to matter? That's a risk. So, do you buy Saquon? Do you hold him? Do you sell him? Like, I don't know. It's it's tough. It really is. Yep. Um, um, who's your number eight? Grant again. Um, 
Yeah, he didn't have. He still won. That's great for him in a week. It, he started zero and three. Right now, he's two and three, which is good. It's good for him in a week where his best player Jones is on the bench. Um, AJ Brown produced well on his bench. Honestly, he had a pretty good week overall from most of his players. Devonte Freeman scored a touchdown, so that that looks a little more promising there. Um, he's going to have Alexander Madison for this week as well. He only played. He only started for one half of that game, had 20 carries for 112 yards, um, and he faces the Falcons this week, right? So that's going to be good for this week's matchup at least as well. Um, I could see this team taking a little bit of an upward pro projection here. He's also got uh, – he's also facing Nick, who is going to be missing Melvin Gordon this week. So, yeah, he, this guy could – I could easily see, see him being 3-3, three three, maybe rising a bit in the power rankings next week. Grant has risen. Um, I mean, I think he is higher in the power rankings. I still have Tom at number eight. Um, mm. Tom Myring, who is not here quite yet to defend himself, uh, he he did not win again. He is two and three after I think he started two and zero, oh, right? Or maybe it was one and one. But I think he's he's lost at least remember. two in a row. He's lost three in a row. Yeah, Tom started two and zero, oh, and no, he didn't. What the heck? Where did Tom get his wins? What did he? Where did he? Where did he get these wins? But anyway, Tom is two and three. Um, I don't love this team because of the running back situation. We've been over this before, so I'm kind of beating a dead horse by saying this. That all being said, I think he has a decent shot this week to upset one of the best teams in this league, and that could be because of Philip Lindsay, who is not a drunk driver. Thank you, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> uh, He's very sober. Very sober man. Um, he also has, let's not forget, Johnu Cheek Smith, who is the number <laughs> one tight end in fantasy. So don't underestimate Johnu. This man is here. Um, unfortunately, he might be starting two tight ends. He's going to go with the heavy set, the two tight end set, even though I don't know why he wouldn't. That's happened sometimes. Why wouldn't he start DJ Chark instead of TJ Hawkinson in the flex? Uh, talking to him yesterday, he is not a fan of Chark. He doesn't like Chark? Year. No, and uh, can't blame him. He hasn't had the best performances. He's been very up and down, so I guess that's fair. Um, yeah. So, yep, uh, not he, Chark is not the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville anymore, though. So we can all just... It's Chanel. It, it's Chanel. Um Anyway, so, yep, Tom's my eight. Uh, um, yeah, Tom is my seven, so I'll just continue uh, talking about him right here. Um, yeah, last week was unfortunate for Tom. He just chose the wrong quarterback to start. Uh, like, literally chooses Baker, Gardner, Minshew, and he wins this game. So, just unfortunate. Yeah, didn't expect the Bengals' offense to do literally nothing against Baltimore, to be honest. I also expected them to, to score more than three points. Uh, but, yeah, just... Very unfortunate game for him last week, um, and doesn't help. He doesn't help like his one of his best players, Michael Thomas, is punching his own teammates, and um, apparently he just doesn't want to play. You hate to see um, that. You really do. Yeah, yeah, really, really don't like to see that. Ridley still fantastic performance, even though uh, Matt Ryan did up pretty poorly last week, so that's a good sign. Zeke is going to get way more volume now that Dak is out. Hopefully, that's great. Um, yeah, John, who's amazing. Uh, he's, yeah, he's trying to trade one of these tight ends too. 
Um, I was going to try to get a tight end f- from him this week and then realized I'm facing him, so he's not going to let me do that. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, he's like got, he's got depth at that tight end position, so I was like, ooh, that's the perfect person, and then I realized I'm facing him. Um, but, yeah, he's he's still got a good team. He's got some nice depth, and we'll see how he how he does going forward. I like I like uh, once he once he gets Michael Thomas back in. I think he's his only weakness is that RB two spot. Having to start Mark Ingram there is going to hurt him. Yeah. If he can fix that, maybe he trades some tight ends and like a wide receiver or something to get a, an RB two at some point. Yeah, it, you, that's probably what he needs. Um, I have Grant at seven. Um, I like Grant's depth, especially at the wide receiver position. I think you saw some things out of A.J. Brown that were really encouraging. Um, I, this lineup is not bad. It really, his starting lineup is not awful. Um, he's kind of got choices at quarterback. He's got choices at running back, and he's got choices at receiver. So I think you're undervaluing how good this team could be. Um, this team has a potential to beat anybody, especially this week, because he has Madison. So... Uh, Especially for this week, I've got him at number seven. I think he's got a very good shot to beat Nick. Nice. I do, too. I'm excited to see that matchup this week. It should be good. Um, where are we? Number six is Nick for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he won last week to improve to three and two by five. Literally just talked about this game, and I think he got lucky. Um, I really think he got lucky. He just traded James Conner. Uh, he, who'd he get again? He got, uh, the Raiders guy. He got, um, Odell Beckham and Robert Woods. Yeah. That was an inter- interesting trade. You want to, yeah, that's a, who, who, who do you think won that trade? Yeah. I personally think that Chris won that trade. Um, because I think Chris's issue was having those players like Robert Woods and Odell Beckham who, you were scared to start, but every once in a while deserve a start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's Chris's biggest problem. And he needs to get players like James Conner that you are not scared to start. I think Chris definitely likes that, likes that trade a lot. Um, meanwhile, I, I also think it does help Nick a little. I think it's a little beneficial for both teams. I do think that's what Nick needs as well. He, we talk about his four running back set that he had. Um, that's fantastic, but it may be a little bit lacking at the wide receiver position. So getting a little more depth there is is definitely nice for him. Um, I think it's pretty evenish, but I'm more on Chris's side for it. I think James Conner is looking great, and you probably wouldn't like to lose him right now. Uh, um, looks like is this? Do we have a guest? Is somebody oh here? Yeah, Tom is. Tom might Tom Myring might be here. What? Let's let's pause the podcast Tom has real quick. Come? Get him set up. All right, let's pause. Yeah. Three, two, one. Welcome back in with a special guest. Um, Hello, right. Tom Myring. I uh, I was just yelled at by him for my eighth <laughs> place ranking in the power rankings this week. He said, "No, I'm clearly better than so many of the teams you have above me." And he's here to prove it. He's here to defend his honor, Tom. I'm glad we're he- glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm glad I have this opportunity to be on the pod. Glad I have this opportunity to prove myself this week versus versus John, who uh, is 
either number one or number two, knowing your guys' previous rankings. But uh, this week, he's going to be number 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> number 10. <laughs> he's going to look like Alex this week. Wow, jeez. <laughs> score less than Alex. I'm going to put sad. up 200. He's going to put up 60. That would be very sad. <laughs> 60 would beat Alex most weeks. I'll point that out. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so we were just talking about uh, Nick's trade with Chris. Um, John thinks Nick won the trade, or John thinks Chris won the trade. I'm gonna present a counter argument, and Tom, I want your opinion on this too. So I'm looking at James Connor. He's only on one year contract. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. and Robert Woods both have long term contracts. I think we can kind of say that Mims and Edwards is kind of a wash at this point. So the difference is the first round pick. Um, so I'm actually going to lean towards Nick winning this trade because of his need at wide receiver and the long-term play of these two guys. Uh, Tom, what do you think? Um, wait, let me look at Nick's wide receivers real quick. But um, Okay, so before this he had Lockett and Fuller, and that was basically it, right? Yep. Um, oh, he had Fitzgerald, so he could he Larry could come Washington. back. He could come back at any point. There's <laughs> um, a breakout waiting to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I looked at that trade and immediately thought Nick lost, uh, and I still do think he lost, okay. but just because of the first round, I think. I think other than that, it was pretty pretty even. I think James Conner is a running back in a running back depleted league where all the running backs are on a couple teams, and he could have gotten a lot from a lot of people, and instead he went to Chris, who took God. a lot instead. Um, I don't know why Chris is trading for James Conner also. A little confused. I think they both lost the trade in a way <laughs> and with that, like because Chris doesn't... Is Chris even going to start James Conner? Like, might not. <laughs> right. Um, he got the first round, though, amassing half of the first round yet again. He's going to be dropping guys that he takes in the second round because he's not going to have enough room on his roster. Yeah, straight up. I, I still think I still think I would rather start Conner than either Woods or Odell. I'd be more confident starting Conner than either of those guys. I agree. My, I, I still... I still think he. Yeah, Odell is. Uh, yeah, again, I like. I think they both lost the trade in a way because mm-hmm. Odell is hit, hit or miss. Like you don't want him to be a reli- You don't want to be counting on him. He's like Chase Claypool, but like five years older. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, I love that comparison. Um, now, in, in that way, Tom, I think you bring up a good point. I think both teams lost things that they kind of needed. Nick, obviously, the first round pick. I mean. First round picks are just so undervalued in our league. I still feel like, and uh, I mean, I think that's where the the uh, the rookiness of Nick and Grant comes in. They just uh, they haven't really seen the first rounds in action except for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they and I don't know. They've never had to like hold on to a first pick or acquire them. So. They just don't really know what it entails. That must be why Alex keeps trading his away because he's never had draft picks. <laughs> he doesn't know that they're good. So he, he's, he's just confused. He's like, what do you mean? I've never gotten anything good from a draft pick. Because he hasn't had it. <laughs> if you look back at the first rookie draft that we had, you go down the line. Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Kyler Murray, DK Metcalf, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown. Those were the first six picks. 
All of those guys are very highly valuable dynasty assets. And uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy that, you know, here we are a year later and we're still undervaluing how good draft picks are. Like, Tom, I still think even though your players are off to rough starts, it's kind of like Miles Sanders last year. These guys are drafted high for a reason. Like, they're going to be fine. I agree. Swift is like, regardless of what team he's on, he's still like I think the best running back talent of that class and will eventually show it and I think he has the potential to be in the right circumstance I think he has the potential to be like Kamara level uh like high level receiving and running back and running um but I mean obviously not showing it but he's he I could slot him in any week and he puts up 10 points so right still kind of fine for my purposes obviously not exactly what I need (laughs) But uh would have been better to get somebody like CEH, but as we all can see, okay, okay, it doesn't, okay. <laughs> doesn't pan out all the time. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> all right, my number six is actually Quinn. I have Quinn dropping a little bit here, um, mostly because uh, running back rehab. Quinn is starting a man who should never be started in any fantasy format for the last seven years. And his name is Frank Gore. The last seven years, Frank Gore has been a dead body walking, but he plays for Adam Gase. And that does not help his case. Because you know how... To be fair, it's because the Seahawks are a bye. I understand. His depth, yes, is bad. Uh, What would you say is an old running back, John? Or Tom? Both of you. How old? Uh, Mark Ingram, 30 years old. 30. Okay. He's like the age max, I would say. That's how old Frank Gore was seven years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. He's 37 years old. He has been in the league for 15 years. Actually, it's insane. Ugh. Also, even as RB1 on the on the Jets for the last four weeks or whatever, he's been putting up, what, like seven points a game? <laughs> Yeah, his last four weeks, uh, three, five, eight, eight. Pretty good. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Averaging, like, lower than seven points. <laughs> so that's why I have quit at six. John, who's okay. your five? My five's Anthony. Okay. Um, Wait, who is your six? Uh, Nick. Okay. Uh, yeah, Nick was my five, or six. Anthony is my five. Um, and it's still just because of uh, some injury issues here, obviously. I- I'm also not the biggest fan of his wide receiver situation. Um, he's been trying to trade Juju away. And I- I- I'm starting to realize, like, even though Juju's young, he's just not that valuable anymore. Um, especially when we watch someone like Chase Claypool walk in there and just look better than Juju has, like, in any game all year. Maybe the first game Juju looked pretty good, too, but... Yeah, there's just and Deontay Johnson's gonna be back as well. This was a game without Deontay Johnson even there. Juju's just starting to have too much competition there in Pittsburgh. I think this guy might have been too hyped up his rookie year, um, and f- from then on out, even last year, he didn't he did not perform well. Injured a lot of the season. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to sell Juju, and I think he's smart in trying to sell Juju. But from me, I'm not gonna give him that much value. As far as uh, Positive things from Anthony Chase Edmonds looked great with 18 points, more than Kenyon Drake. I could see Chase Edmonds starting to take over that role very soon because he looks way better than Drake whenever he gets the ball, to be honest. 
Um, and Diggs, still Josh Allen's man. Uh, so that's great for him. Um, Anthony's just going to have to, like, he lost this past week against Quinn, which sucks. But he's really going to have to start toughing out some games, get some wins here while Chubb's out. Once Chubb gets back, Anthony's going to be a threat again, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I have Anthony at five as well for me. Um, you, good points on Chase Edmonds here. A, a catch is worth much more than a carry, especially in our mm-hmm. league. Um, not only do you get that half point for the catch, but most of the time you're going to get more yards out of a catch than you will a carry. So, um, you know, he scored 18 points on only eight touches. That's pretty incredible. Um, so y- you look at this and you can't help but think, with Kenyon Drake's inefficiency, Chase Edmonds will be getting the ball more as the season goes on. He was very good last year in the opportunity that he got. And your points on Juju are very valid. And I'll add a, another layer to this. The Steelers are not going to bring Juju back next year. And he's probably in the best situation he could be in right now. He's not going to get the money he wants out of Pittsburgh, especially with guys like Claypool and Deontay Johnson. So if you buy him in a dynasty league, you're really playing the risk. Like, what if it happens like it happened to Le'Veon Bell, where you buy a player that's looking really good in a great situation, and then they go to the Jets, and they're just (laughs) awful. And you just spent way too much. Tom, what do you think? I do think somebody like Juju, I don't know if his situation right now is the best situation he could be in because he's a wide receiver one. I think he's more of a wide receiver two guy. Uh, like, I don't know, somebody somebody that's on my own team that obviously has not panned out at all was Tyrell Williams. I was looking for him to be stellar behind Antonio Brown. Then Antonio Brown left. That was a whole thing. Then Tyrell Williams has been injured for the last like two years. So that obviously different situation. But I, I would have loved for Tyrell Williams to be a wide receiver two there because great wide receiver two behind a great wide receiver one, Calvin Ridley. Like you just you you don't get the top coverage, you get you still have the same skill and uh, you can get you can get touchdowns and just have a super powered offense. So I think Juju could be good. I was reading about a trade um in I don't know in some forum one of these one of these news things and somebody traded Chark for <laughs> Juju and I thought that was an interesting trade because both of them are kind of low right now but that being said I'd rather have Chark just because I like the Jags better. Um, <laughs> Go Jags! Go Jags! <laughs> um, I do think it's interesting that he's. Why did he have to start two tight ends last week? Um. I guess his running back situation oh, turned incredibly bad. Galladay's <laughs> on by, so I think that's the main thing, but also Chubb being injured. Yeah. He's also been injured all year. We basically haven't mentioned that. He's been injured since week three. Yeah, I guess just some unlucky injuries. But, yeah, Anthony has dropped off a lot since and he, he wasn't able to capitalize when, uh, when his team was strong, and now it's deteriorating, unfortunately. But he still has two of the most valuable pieces in a dynasty league ever, Patrick Mahomes and Alvin Kamara. So. Don't forget this guy. This guy has um, pick one next year. Right. So. He's going to get the first pick based on... Yeah, from Michael. No. I, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex, clearly. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that. Alex has the lowest points for by far. 
Oh, uh, wait, he has Alex's pick? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why does Alex trade Oh, I thought picks? you knew. This I thought you were random, joking with me. This was a random trade. Uh, I knew he had three picks. I didn't know. This was it's Alex's. This was a trade yeah. in year one. Literally in year one, this was like the most random-ass trade Alex and Anthony made. Okay. <laughs> and Alex gave him a first-rounder for some, like, I don't even know. It's probably like <sighs> Sammy Watkins. I think it was. It was it oh, was my Sammy God. <laughs> so... <laughs> Good trade on Alex's part. I think Alex won that trade. <laughs> Alex just does not have any first rounders ever. Still, does he have a second round still? No, he gave it to Chris for Alan Lazard. Ooh, well, <laughs> oh I was I was gonna try and bet again on this John and me game, but jeez, yeah. <laughs> they're in the fourth round next year. Why, Alex? Why, Alex? Why? <laughs> Oh my God, he's so. Al Lazard, Lazard could be good, could be really good, but. <laughs> Would you rather have the two point oh one or Alan Lazard? Uh so basically, 2.01. like, who who's drafted two point oh one this year? Justin Jefferson. Nah, was he? I thought he was like. He was two point oh one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got Michael Pittman, but um, already better than Alan Lazard. Yeah, you. I mean Michael Pittman. Personally, I would rather have him than Alan Lazard. Also, I would agree Alan with you. A hundred percent would agree with you. <laughs> and the, how did Chris pull off the trade? Has Alex heard of Alan Lazard? Why? Where did he hear that? Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard has had some like some crazy weeks. Yeah, but that's when Devonte Adams is out. Like that's not consistent. Mm. It's never gonna hold up. And but Aaron Rodgers likes him, which is important in that offense. Okay, it's nice. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't think he's worth. <laughs> he's definitely not round. worth his. Not Alex's he's... second rounder at Al least. Lazard is a person I would have on my team that I would consider. Like I guarantee Chris at points consider dropping that man. Definitely. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's the person I would have on my bench, like Duke Johnson, who I finally just was like, I'm dropping Duke. Yeah, it's like Chris Herndon for me, who I was literally about to drop, and I was like, Hey, wait, you know what? Uh, Nick probably wants him. He's a Jet, so I just offered him <laughs> that trade for six waiver dollars. Figured I'd get the same money that he'd bid on the waivers, <laughs> put that in my pocket. Yeah, so that's, that's, a good idea. that's a good idea. I mean, I it was like me with uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. You made a good move. Yeah, I'm the master of selling players I'm going to drop for waiver cash. Love when John did that for $8 for Justin Herbert, too. That was great. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I would have known that James Robinson was the man in Jacksonville. Keyshawn Vaughn, twice as valuable as Justin Herbert, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Um, We should probably try to kind of move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We have have no extra segment this week. Yeah, no extra segment. It's just the Tom segment. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> My number four is Quinn. Wow. I br- yeah. Brought him out. Um, I'm on the Quinn hype. <laughs> Whenever he gets a win, I just I pull out the hype train. I go, choo-choo, it's Quinn time, baby. <laughs> number four for this man. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It sucks that he has to start Frank Gore next week. He wasn't going to win that match. But I don't think Quinn can beat Chris, um, even if he had. Well, I guess if you had Chris Carson, Carson Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. Could have definitely could have been a match, but unfortunately they're on bye, so that kind of sucks. Um, but he had a he had a nice little week. Wilson was back to producing over thirty. Carson most are pretty good in his return. If he had a touchdown, he would have been over twenty points. So, in a game where the 49ers got stomped by the Dolphins too. Um, and yeah, uh, Marquise Brown had a really good game. Thielen had a good game. 
I'm still liking Quinn's Quinn's assets here. Obviously, his injuries are hurting. I, I dream every once in a while of a year with Marlon Mack on his team. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't think about that very much. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's great that Quinn was able to get a win. But my, my main point: it's great that Quinn was able to get a win here against Anthony with Eckler on IR. Um, th- this is when he's going to need to pull out some wins. Once he gets Eckler back, he's going to be the, the Quinn hype train is going to go full force. If he gets Eckler back, if ooh, he's going to be he's going to go famous streaming <laughs> and give up on football. Is what you're saying? Um, I just Wait, mean Michael. What do you have Quinn at? I had him at six. six. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you. You, I've noticed, focus a lot more on like week of. Me, um, or John? I don't know you. Really? Um, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I think John looks more at the bigger picture. I think you. I don't know. I've noticed. I guess like I mainly pay attention to it with my team. Like you look at my team and you just like ignore the fact that Michael Thomas is coming back next week. In general, like, like stuff like that, and like <laughs> that's a big deal. I don't know, but like, so, not to talk about my own team, but I think I think, I think both perspectives are good. I think it's good we have di- two different ways to. But I think like looking at Quinn's week or Quinn's team for this week, I think he should be like I think he should be eight this week. That's why I <laughs> like. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I agree. Like I think you're. I, I don't know. I think John is too high on him for this week. <laughs> Like having him before when he's starting Frank Gore is obscene. Exactly. <laughs> when he's know. starting Frank Gore and he doesn't have any it's other positions. Of a bye week, but he doesn't have any other positions to make up for the Frank Goreness. But you just said that I am basing it way too much off of like the current week, even though I just. No, I think you base it more off the current week. I'm not saying oh, okay. too much oh, okay. off the current week. Right. I say John, I, I don't know. John, like, I, I, it's just interesting to see that. I was just comment, I, commenting I, on that. Oh, I think this was a game. I don't care about him starting Frank Gore this week because I think this was a game he would have struggled to win anyway against Chris. Like, I, I think that it's going to be fine if he's 3-3 three and three after this week. Yeah, but look at it. I could struggle to win in this game versus you, and I'm not because I'm not starting Frank Gore. Tom, if you you win this game, you will skyrocket in my power ranking. Top five guaranteed. (laughs) Even though my playoff chances are drastic, they're shrinking by the minute as my points for are very low. Uh, Sure. Yeah, definitely put Judy in. I think it's Judy's (laughs) week, yeah. He he might even... Put Judy in instead of uh, Henry. He might even have a game. Judy might even play. play He might actually play a game of football. So I think you got to start him. (laughs) Patriots did test positive this morning, but um, it could happen. It could happen. Um, Okay. Uh, Number four for me is actually Nick, and Tom's going to hate that. (laughs) I can't believe that. I don't know how. How? Wait, look at his current team. Look at his current team. I want to see this. That's what I'm basing it off of. So let's go to his current team. He is. I haven't seen the new, new and improved Nick. The playoffs period team. Just to start Tate this week. Okay, just mm. too many Giants in a starting lineup. Yeah, one First one is too many Giants. Let's be honest. <laughs> one Giant is too many Giants. Also, the like second or third string running or wide receiver. He's not Slayton, and he's a Giant. So that's true. He's, he's wide receiver two. But wide receiver three is CJ Board. I don't even know. Who uh, is that? Well, Sterling Shepard should be wide receiver yeah, two. Tate should be wide receiver three. <laughs> All right, let me talk about Nick for just a second here. Um, don't hate on me too much. Uh, I like Lamar Jackson this week against Philly. I think it's a really good matchup for him against Philly, who 
Philly's not good. Nobody in the NFC East is good. Um, you have Todd Gurley against Minnesota, another good matchup. Um, I mean, I think his team has a tough game against Grant. I even predicted Grant to, well, we haven't talked about the predictions yet, but I think Grant will do very well against him. But I like where this team is at right now. He addressed his need, and Melvin Gordon being out really hurts him. Uh, but I still think he's in a really good spot. So I have him at four. He's he's done well the last three weeks. He deserves it. I still think this past week he should have lost. Maybe. He's I, he got lucky. I agree. <laughs> in the same breath... Never mind. Never mind. In the same way that I should have beaten you, Tom should have beaten Nick. Okay, yeah. but mine's more egregious. When is the last time you had five points from a starting quarterback? My quarterback's foot fell off. Yeah, but he got 15 points. No, he didn't. He got 11 points. I'm willing to rank Tom higher in the power rankings because Joe Burrow's foot didn't fall off and he will be playing the rest of the year. (laughs) Dak won't. So that's why this was a discussion continued from earlier in the podcast when Michael said he was, okay, here's my number three is Michael. Um, And Mike, when I said that he was going to be number three, he got pissed, even though he told me he was also his number three, or at least that he was behind Chris. And, and the main reason I said was because Dak is Dak is um, going to be out for the rest of the year, which I do think is a big hit for his team because I think Dak possibly would have been the top QB this year, honestly, um, with how bad his defense is and how he had to throw the ball so much. Absolutely. Um, it wasn't going that way against the Giants, but I easily think that Michael would have won if he played the rest of the game. I agree. But the reason I have Michael here is because he will – Dak Prescott will not play the rest of the year. Um, so it's just, that's a big, that's a big loss. Obviously, there's also the CEH Le'Veon Bell thing, which, yeah, I, I couldn't predict how it's going to go. I honestly couldn't predict how it's going to go. Um, I think CEH is better than Le'Veon Bell. I'll say that right now. I really do. But I, I don't know how Kansas is going to handle it. It could be any way. There could be a committee. Le'Veon could end up being, I mean, could be a Adrian Peterson. Yeah, Michael. But Michael, what Michael wants is just one of them to stand out, and I don't know. It's hard to tell. I think it could go either way because obviously the Chiefs last year were a very committee-based backfield, and Damian Williams was startable some weeks, but other weeks he would just do nothing. So it could end up being like that. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm I'm a little more. I don't think it hurts that. I don't think that hurts his team that much. Worst comes to worst, his team's the same because Le'Veon was doing nothing for him before. Um, so it doesn't matter if he if he comes to Kansas City and is still doing nothing, or it doesn't matter if he pushes out CEH and CEH is all of a sudden doing nothing. Worst comes to worst, it's even. It's even because one of his players is still going to be producing how they were before. Um, so he's still at number three for me because he's obviously two negative, possibly negative things happened to him, but he's still got an insane team. Um, not to just avoid. I mean, I don't want to like obviously just talk bad about your team, but you're still number three. Herbert looked fantastic. He's going to be a good replacement for Dak. I don't think he'll be Dak levels, but he's still going to be a good replacement. Yes, yeah, is, is Herbert in the start next week? No, it's Fitz Magic, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> John, I, I, um, I have a lot of things to say. Okay, but uh, I need to wait a minute. 
because I am not number three in my power ranking. Oh my god, you changed it, dude. You're embarrassing me in front of everyone in the league. Welcome Chris Brenton to the number three spot. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he bad in the number three spot like every week? Yes, um, but welcome back. This is your spot. This is where you deserve to stay. Um, Let me tell you why. Give me a chance. Um, You had a better week than both of us. He has only scored eight more points than me on the season, and my quarterback's leg fell off. Okay, I have not had Devontae Adams for a few weeks now. He, You can say he hasn't had Christian McCaffrey, but Mike Davis has put up at least 20 in every game he he's Christian been the McCaffrey. starter. Exactly. So I'm not giving him that excuse. Mike Davis has put up Christian McCaffrey-like numbers. Um, I... I am going to put him in this spot because Amari Cooper's value just dropped off without Dak Prescott. I have a replacement for Dak Prescott, and his name is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has been fantastic in very difficult matchups. He has played the Kansas City Chiefs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the New Orleans Saints in his last three games, and he has done very well in all of them. I think Chris has a tough time deciding who he's going to start. Is he going to play CeeDee Lamb and... Uh, Amari Cooper together? Probably not. And Terry McLaurin doesn't really have a quarterback either. I don't think this team is as untouchable as we think it is. I think he made a mistake getting rid of Robert Woods, um, but we'll see. I uh, I don't think this team is as untouchable as we think it is, so I have him at number three. Dang, it might be Lamb time. Didn't realize Lamb was putting up these numbers. Yeah, he's like the number six yeah. receiver in fantasy. He's also getting like six six receptions a game. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen anymore with Andy Dalton. They're going to run the ball a lot more. Yeah, that's. Nice. Hey, hey, watch how you speak about my quarterback. <laughs> he will be extremely efficient, Tom. <laughs> I mean, you want, you want hey, actually, I do want Andy Dalton to do terrible at throwing the ball because then that gives Zeke thirty points a game. <laughs> Very nice. Um, well, Chris is my number two. Well, if you want to talk about, um, <laughs> it deserves number three. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you guys are all good, but uh, I do think Michael deserves number three, maybe, <sighs> just because he got two big hits. His uh, his number one draft pick that was supposed that looked like it was going to be perfect, if, like a running back two automatically looks like it might not even necessarily be a flex play, and I think that it'll be hard to start him or Le'Veon and Dak. I think Herbert is. Could you pull up Herbert's numbers? Yeah, I can. Um, his, his first four uh, games. Yeah, some John. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I think Herbert is slightly better version of Joe Burrow, where he's having hit, hits and misses. <laughs> his, his miss is 18 points. His miss yeah. is 18. <laughs> Joe Burrow had five points last week. Yeah, but okay, get rid of last week, and Joe Burrow had, had two 30-point games, one 18-point game. I think Justin Herbert's, <laughs> Justin Herbert's that, but with a higher floor, I guess. My quarterback <laughs> just played two playoff teams, two of the best defenses in football. Yeah, well, next they're playing Jacksonville, so do you think he's going to put up good numbers versus them? Yes, I do. <laughs> Herbert is putting up zero in week six. I guarantee it. Zero. Oh okay, God. actually, for some reason, uh, Sleeper thinks that he's going to do worse versus Jacksonville than Vegas. Well. I don't know how that's the case. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I have the perfect replacement this week because I am my number two. And it is <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic Mike. 
and this man is here. He is the number six quarterback in all of fantasy. He has been doing amazing, and this week he plays my favorite team to see on the other side, which is the New York Jets. When was Fitz? When was the normal Fitz Magic? Is that 2018? It's all the time. Always. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh my God. Remember yeah, 2018 when he put up 30 plus points for the first two weeks? He averaged 43 points. Well, that's this year again. It's about to happen. Yeah, and then yeah, what was week four in 2018? 1.94 points. Not this week. No. no. Uh, actually, he did fine. Actually, when he came back, but then he did great when he came back. He only played like the end of this game. Yeah, how do you get? How do you put up twenty six points with twenty eight percent of the snaps? Doesn't matter. He's that good. Uh, this guy just destroyed the forty ers last week. He's ready for the Jets. Oh, the Jets. Yes. Yeah, and no, I do think he'll play well okay, versus the Jets. This is how Fitz Magic rolls. But you're also like, playing Alex. It doesn't matter how he does. He could put up zero points no. and you'd win. That's why Miles Gaskin might get the start. <laughs> yeah. He deserves a start. I feel like Fitz Magic is the guy. Like, look at this. Last year against the Jets, he put up 14. Like, I feel like he's the guy that you're like, yeah, he's the best. And then all of a sudden, against like, the team you expected to destroy, he's just like, ah, the Magic's not here this week. Because he's going to be handed the ball to Miles Gaskin too much. All right. Give, give me half a second to talk about this CEH thing. All right. Um, I don't think this is going to be that big of a hit to CEH. Just hear me out here. They brought in Le'Veon Bell, and everyone's freaking out. The same time last year, they brought in LaShawn McCoy, and everyone freaked out. And they were like, oh no, LaShawn McCoy is going to take away everything. Well, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is better than Damian Williams. LaShawn McCoy and Le'Veon Bell right now, probably about equal to where they were last year. Both were extremely inefficient players who hadn't done anything for years. I think Clyde is going to be fine. I think it'll be a little bit of a hit. I agree. I don't think his ceiling is quite as high. But I, I'm not too worried about this. I think Clyde is still going to be my guy. And if either of them gets injured, I still have a star running back. Go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, that's, yeah, I agree with you there. I, I think everyone's freaking out too. Um, I think, I think worse, I think at worst you just like even out, to be honest. Like, I think it should be fine. Um, and Le'Veon's just sitting on your bench doing nothing before. So I think this is at least an improvement for him. <laughs> which would be nice um, but yeah my number two is Chris and I guess I didn't get to talk about Chris that much but yeah I still think I still think he won that trade I like the fact that he has Connor now um, obviously Nick was on the podcast last week talking about how Chris is clearly the number one his team is nuts I think as far as depth goes I agree I still want to just highlight that issue I talked about earlier in which Chris like I feel like he's just going to struggle um, with some of us like Chase Claypool and his wide receiver too, David Montgomery and his flex, like it, those positions are like just hard for him to figure out who to put there each week. Still, uh, he has Jacobs on a buy and stuff like that. But like you have McLaurin, who's been pretty consistent, but every once in a week while he's on the Washington football team, so he will suck. Um, like you, you just have players that are going to be inconsistent. And you don't know exactly when to put him in. So while I agree with Nick, he has the best depth in the league. It's too he doesn't like it's too hard to decide in his flexes who to play. Um, it's too hard to confidently put someone in. I think James Conner is a good step in the right direction, but I still think he's got some positions that are going to be tough for him to fill out. So 
I, um, I still think he's not the number one. Having depth is good, obviously, especially this year. Um, but his depth isn't like consistent enough to feel good to start them. I agree. I do think you talk about Robert Woods. I still think he lost that Keenan Allen trade. <laughs> Like I said it then, I'll say it say it again. I think Keenan Allen's a way better asset than Robert Woods. And especially with Justin Herbert panning out how he is. Uh I think that uh I think I have Keenan Allen in another league and I'm very happy with him as my wide receiver too. I agree with you. I think with Justin Herbert as the quarterback, that is the case. It didn't look like it was gonna be that way. So mm-hmm. I don't know. True. That's why at the time I thought Robert Woods would be better, but now, with Herbert on the scene, I, I agree. Um, John, I think you brought up an excellent point. Chris has a bunch of guys that we don't really know who he should start every week. You and I don't have that problem. That's why I have us top two. You're my number one, and it's because it's for that reason. We have guys we know exactly who we're going to start pretty much every week, very much consistent starters, star players, guys like Joe Mixon, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, like we have the same thing. Like I have Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. Like I'm gonna start those guys pretty much every week. Um, I, no, your team did well this week. It's been very consistent. This was one of your worst weeks, and you still pulled out a win. Um, DJ Moore, although he only got five targets, got to the end zone. He finally found it. Could he? He's been looking on the map for weeks. <laughs> Awful detective work by DJ Moore. He finally found he it. He finally found it. Okay. I couldn't believe it. So that was impressive. Um, but yeah, you're number one for a reason. Here you are. DJ Moore, it was impressive from wide receiver two to put up numbers like that. I agree. Yeah, he's the wide receiver two on his team. I agree with you, Tom. 100%. <laughs> Tom always brings this up. All right? I get it. None of the analysts are talking about Robbie Anderson still. They're, they're we looked pissed, at Fantasy all... Pros. We looked at Fantasy Pros last night. Robbie Anderson is wide receiver 20 on their rankings. He is wide receiver 6 in our league or something. Like, I don't know. They're all pissed that they were like, this is the year DJ Moore's And he is getting, he's getting like 10 targets a game, 100 yards without touchdowns. Right. (laughs) He is insane. He is, I could, I like, I don't need Michael Thomas. I got Calvin Ridley and Robbie Anderson. Damn, Odell Beckham's ahead of him. Odell Beckham put up one forty point week and that's why he's ahead of him. Oh, yeah, I need wide receivers. <laughs> God, I need to trade this depth. Ugh. Dang. Um, I guess I didn't realize if Michael Thomas comes back and DJ Chark picks it up that you can start all of those guys, Tom. I have the best wide receiver core in the league you literally if just DJ need, Chark picks it up. Yeah, you literally just <laughs> need a running Michael's back, too. Michael's got a pretty good wide receiver. Core. I think I still have a better one if DJ Chark can put up 12 points a game. You're okay. I'm sorry. I'm still mad that Tyreek. Calvin Ridley and Michael Thomas, both wide receivers, won. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Mm. Yeah, already. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. And then you add Mike Evans, and I'm like, fuck you, Michael. God damn it. And you got Mike Evans. Mike Evans is equivalent to Robbie Anderson. So bad. He's the wide receiver eight in our league. Mike Evans? Yeah, yeah, what is Robbie Anderson? About the same. <laughs> wide receiver seven. Yeah, so okay, we have very similar wide receiver We're cores then. Who's your wide receiver four? No, he's ahead of Mike Evans. LaVisca Chanel. Two ahead of Mike Evans. Okay, assuming Michael Thomas can ascend to his... Normal level. He can be one between one and five. Let's put him and Devontae Adams <laughs> equal, and then we'll put Robbie Anderson and Mike Evans equal. Is your Yeah, and then Calvin Ridley is better than Tyreek Hill. It's about the same. 
Yeah, it's a very, very similar wide receiver core. You have better running backs. It comes, it comes down to this. <laughs> LaVisca Schultz, the wide receiver one in Jacksonville. Yeah, which is very sad. <laughs> but also he needs Chark to play to do well. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, I just like giving you a hard time. I'm I'm a big fan I, of Chenault. I'm very sad about that. I wish that Chenault wasn't as good as he was. He's very good. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I wish that Chark wasn't as injured as he was, more so. That's fair also. <laughs> uh, so those are the power rankings, and it only took Wait, us like... Can I talk like, about my team for a second? No, yeah, no. Yeah, brag about himself. You don't get to talk. <laughs> Please. All right, fine. Um... Yeah, I love my team. It's number one. <laughs> no, I, I like my depth better than Chris's. I think Chris has a deeper team. As if you go further down my bench, I'm like stashing some some people that I probably will never play, but I'm just like stashing them for some stupid reason. I don't think Chris wastes a roster spot at all, basically. Um, but I like my immediate depth better. Like, and I think it's proven in the fact that I had Deshaun Watson and DJ Moore in, and I would have rather them stayed in than had to put it than had to put my faith in Josh Allen and Henry um, after their their games. I, I like my immediate depth a lot. I haven't had like my full starting roster with Julio Jones being out a lot of the year um, yet this entire year, and I'm still five and zero. It's it's I, I love my roster to be honest. Um, I, I think I prefer it well. But Tom, Tom could give me this first loss. He could give me a run for my money this week. Let's be honest. I think we should just use that as a transition into yeah. uh, this week's matchups. Um, Tom, I'll be honest with you. If you add a wide receiver, or if you had a running back to a solid guy, you know, 10-point floor, maybe like a Miles Gaskin type of player, then <laughs> I really would, I think I'd pick you this week. But I, I don't think I can without. Ryan. Yeah, well, that's what Philip Lindsay is <laughs> this week. Not. The soberest man in Denver. They're not gonna play. <laughs> They're just not gonna play, Tom. It's over. If they do play, I think he's putting up ten points minimum. Okay, and when they don't, who are you gonna start? Then that then it's, it's Swift season. <laughs> the swiftest feet in the league. It's a real hit or miss. Could put up four, could put up ten. Not more than ten, that's for sure. (laughs) What's the hit or miss? He's he's the James White of this year. He's a bad James White. Yeah, he's a James White that can occasionally put up four. (laughs) James White was so consistent. You remember last year James White was putting up ten every week. That guy just came out there, he's like ten, ten, ten. Exactly. If they weren't Ted. playing, if they weren't playing the 49ers, which is a good run defense, I would consider just saying fuck it and just putting Acres in, <laughs> just really banking on him getting a lot of snaps this week. But you know what, running back uh, actually tore up the 49ers last week. Uh Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin oh. scored 20 against the 49ers last week. Yeah, but other than that, they've been pretty good against My the run. My prediction is Malcolm Brown is the <laughs> yeah of this week. That's the best <laughs> prediction you can have about the Rams' backfield. It's just predicting the least likely man to get the most carries. Probably. Um, no, I'm going to roll with John in a close one. John, who are you picking? Yeah, I think I'll still win this one. Uh, so are you doing league history still? Um, yeah, Tom, you can do it. Okay, I did. For, <laughs> I forgot to do league history. I do have me and Tom's games pulled up. Okay, <laughs> right here. Um, 
but I Wait, what was the, yeah, the picture? <laughs> yeah, this is the Penn Thanos picture. <laughs> it was opened accidentally. Um, yeah, that was a great picture. I'm Tom, pretty happy about that. Tom is 2-0 in history against me, I guess. 3-0 in, in the playoffs. Oh, we played in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we played in the playoffs. I've, where's the John has never on? beaten me in the history of this league, including last year where I had two wins on the entire year and came Wait, out of it. The playoffs? Pretty sure. Because I played Anthony in the semifinals. Okay, maybe I'm 2-0 then. Okay. Wait, in 2018? Yeah, 2018. Okay, and you lost? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) never mind then. (laughs) Um, Well, I would have beaten John in in the playoffs there, but... Yeah, well, two and overs him, including last year, which uh, came out of that with the uh, with the two point one draft pick on a bet. I was uh, favored. I would think John was favored to win by like eighty percent or something. And uh, after Thursday night football, and I made the bet and won, came out on top. And then I was pissed at Derrick Henry, I think, for putting up eight points, and then ended up trading him to John. Yeah, you along beat me with three <laughs> players you gave me the next week. <laughs> Joe Mixon, Kenny Galladay, and Derek Henry, all off roster, and you gave them all to me the next week. Yeah, it's because I really liked Zeke, who is still really good. And he wasn't playing for me that week. Yeah, so well, it speaks to how good Zeke is. But <laughs> um, this year I'm going to beat you with a player you gave me, namely Zeke, when he puts up 40 points. Wow. <laughs> and... Gardner Minshew, who is a homegrown player. Um, Robbie Anderson, I'll consider him homegrown because I picked him up off waivers. Yeah, that would be the, the the nail in the coffin if Lindsay puts up RB2 numbers. <laughs> I also think I have Robbie Anderson at some point. I don't think I uh, I know Anthony had Robbie Anderson for a long time, then dropped him. <laughs> and then I just picked him up for $0, I think. Slayton, I'm playing as a real gamble. Because I need, I need that. <laughs> I mean, the only, <laughs> the only place you will probably destroy me in is tight end. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how they're projecting Trey Burton seven points. And Trey Burton has a favorable matchup against Bengals. They're projecting Trey Burton seven points and Johnu Smith nine. That's obscene. That's <laughs> Johnu Smith is. Johnny Smith's averaging like fifteen points. <laughs> I had to put Burton in. They they lowered Logan Thomas's prediction down to five and i was like I'm yeah not tight happy. end predictions are ridiculous and if they're a starting tight end they project them six points that's what they're like they're projecting uh they're projecting um herndon six points every week he's put up no <laughs> he's more than four up <laughs> he's never put up six points ever i don't think um yeah hawkinson he'll put up nine points easily because the jags suck versus tight ends i don't know don't want to be starting him in my second flex but i don't have anybody else unfortunately eating his words when (laughs) pops off for 20 ridley ridley will beat robinson anderson will beat or Ridley will beat jones anderson will beat uh wait who is it anderson will beat robinson wow I think my wide receivers have you destroyed. Wow, and they're actually facing each other, Robinson yeah. and Anderson. Wow, a lot of matchups. I, 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 oh, actually, that's cool. Yeah, wait, switch. Can you switch yeah, your switch. Uh, Jones and Robinson real quick? So real quick. <laughs> okay. Make it look fancier. Um, Zeke, well, Zeke will beat. Uh, I mean, Henry and Zeke could put up similar numbers, but yeah, then John has me beaten the flex. So I just have to hope that I, I have to hope that I beat him in the wide receiver position, and his flex can't make up for it. 
Wow. But I've got history on my side. I think I think I got it. I think my flexes destroy yours. Well, I feel like I should be starting DJ Chark if he plays, just because his title's on the line. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, we made a bet earlier in the year. DJ Moore is also not in for me. But, yeah. <laughs> but if I win this game, DJ Moore gets the title of, um, what is it, best DJ in the league? Yeah, best DJ uh, in the league. I don't know if either one of them really yeah. deserves it at this point. Yeah, both of them are having not good <laughs> I think David Johnson but... maybe deserves oh, it. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> no, nah, he hasn't been good either. Um, but what about DJ Duke Johnson, who I just mm. dropped? Is he good? He's good. <laughs> I'm going to pick him up. Yeah, I don't know if there is a good DJ in the league, honestly. Oh, okay. Well, well we should both put <laughs> time to move on. I'll put in more for Cup if you put in Shark for Slayton, I guess. Uh, what about Chark for Hawkinson? Yeah, fine. God, I want I want my lineup to have Mixon, Henry. Actually, Robinson, I don't know. I might Cook. rather have Hawkinson in than Slayton. <laughs> Hawkinson's way more reliable. No. Okay. Okay. Hawkinson has. Move on. Yes. Yes. Play Hawkinson <laughs> over Slayton. Play Chark over both of them. All right. Mm, we'll see. I think we need to spend the next twenty minutes on my matchup versus Alex. <laughs> I think this is gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be. We need to break it down by position, just <laughs> like we did. Look at his starting running backs. Giovanni Bernard <laughs> against Jonathan Taylor. That's gonna be tight. Miles Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Sanders against Carrion. Carrion's playing the Jags. Carry on my wayward son. I think Anthony's got the advantage. Um, Anthony. Alex, Alex, no, Anthony. Alex, yeah, Alex has the advantage. Marvin Jones against Mike Evans. I, I gotta give the edge to starving Marvin Jones. I think, you know. Doubtful Watkins. <laughs> yeah, somebody that's doubtful and and that's probably his best bet. <laughs> um I think Sammy Watkins is supposed to not come back for like three weeks. So Could, have to put in, Or honest. Conley. He's gotta gamble on Conley or Westbrook. Hey, hey, hey. Like gamble on the wide receiver three. But that's <laughs> matched up against Devontae Adams, so I'll give myself a slight edge there. Um then we have George Kittle against Zach Ertz. Uh, Zach Ertz, um, let's be honest, he hasn't been good lately. He scored uh, six points in the last two games combined. So that's not good for Zach Ertz, who I think is... Okay, well, okay, uh, I'll just... A hopeful hopeful news for uh, for his team. I was reading an article about uh, potential trades before the trade deadline, and they were talking about Zach Ertz getting traded to one of these teams that really needs a tight end. Uh, like I think they were mentioning the, um, I think they're mentioning Arizona as one possible destination. I don't know. <laughs> just because Zach Ertz, he's obviously replaced by Goddard. So um, Goddard's not even in, and Ertz has been doing bad there. So he needs to get out of Philadelphia and hopefully get somewhere else. And then maybe Alex's team will have a glimmer of hope there at the very least. No, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> Michael, that's all you have to say. You just be like. No. I mean, I'm trying to provide hope. He doesn't have any picks next year. This man has Brian Hoyer on his roster. But if Zach Ertz was the best tight end in the league, he would still lose every game. Yes, easily. This man has Brian Hoyer on his roster. The third string quarterback. That is the only way for money he's used this year. Wait, how much did he spend? Like $11. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> he literally hasn't used any other. That's the key. Like, you, let's talk about waivers. People making bad trades. Like, we're the only ones also on waivers, I feel like, Michael. Yeah. Like, their teams, Charlie and Alex have to get the hell on waivers immediately. Yeah, and Wait, Grant. Waiver cash Grant right? hasn't used a waiver the, dollar yet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> like, what the hell are, like, why are we the ones on waivers? I'm, like, a person who can bear, who has to drop, like, someone that they could easily pick up and they would be better than anyone on their team. I am honestly confused why Michael's is Michael is on waivers so much, picking people up and then dropping them two weeks later. There's no point for you to be picking up Adam Humphreys. Like, I didn't pick what up you Adam do Humphreys. I did. Okay, yeah, but, but that's, the, that's the caliber of player you're picking up week to week, Michael, no, on I'm waivers. Not. Like. <laughs> You're picking up the Adam Humphreys, a player that puts up nine points, looks kind of good, but is also the wide receiver three, and nine points is their ceiling. Like, okay, who did I pick up that's not that doesn't have a high ceiling on my Fulgham. team? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Travis Fulgham is a monster. This man is 6'2". He is fast. He is large. He had 152 yards receiving last week. This guy's going to be good. I'm not worried about Alshon Jeffrey. That guy's dead. He also might not be playing when Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson come back. He will be playing. <laughs> this man is in for dynasty purposes. He's only a second-year player. This guy's taken But off. he's also been on three practice rosters. So He was on the Lions. <laughs> yeah, he was on the Lions. The Lions no. didn't even want him. <laughs> well, we do have good wide receivers. So yeah, we actually, yeah. That's my well, fourth wide receiver. We don't have a good wide receiver three, so... Uh, no, you guys will be wrong. You'll see. Travis Fulgham. Greg Ward, wide receiver one. Still don't would never want to start him. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so I'm beating I did Alex. One week, uh, let's look at Anthony versus Charlie. I don't even have to look at the matchups. I'm picking Anthony. I do hope that Charlie wins this for my playoff hopes. <laughs> there's a there's a very small chance. But it, okay, Charlie, Charlie first bad. off, get Ebron out of there. Get Tanyan in. Yes. Tanyan season. Tanyan's good. It is, why the hell would you be starting Erica Ebron over Tanyan? Over like, anybody, I don't that. actually. Tanyan, Tanyan is hot. Eric Ebron is literally, you could pick up Logan Thomas off the waivers and hope that he does as well as Eric Ebron. You actually like, couldn't because he's on John's team. Yes, okay, you could pick up Ian <laughs> Ian Thomas off of the waivers. Man, right? <laughs> Thomas is good. Pretty sad that I know how many tight ends are on the waivers because I almost I had to pick up a tight end off waivers a couple weeks ago somehow. I'm constantly looking at the tight end waivers. <laughs> I have three stu- like stud tight ends and still had to almost play whatever whoever the hell that was that I played on the Cardinals. Dan Arnold. <laughs> hey, I love Dan Arnold. He's good. Who is Darnold? He is Sam Darnold in disguise. <laughs> Dan Thank God John who put up 18 points, five points shy of a win. <laughs> five, five points shy of a win. <laughs> God, why is he not playing Tanyan? Tanyan is. I don't know, and he's not going to listen to us because he never. He's like he's stubborn as hell. George Kittle. That means he's automatically good now. All right, start this man. <laughs> Did you tell Michael about my trade offer to Charlie yesterday? No, what was it? <laughs> it was. Uh, I. You know, he loves the Saints. He does. So, uh, 
So I was like, hmm, I wonder if I can get a lot for Michael Thomas. So I sent him a trade offer for Michael Thomas for uh, DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin. Oh my God, no. <laughs> he said no. He countered. He did counter it. But he countered it as... He got rid of Metcalf. He got rid of Metcalf and added a second round on my side. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you think... But it makes sense, to be honest. He thinks Godwin is more that much more valuable than Thomas? Mm, no way. Just more valuable. Like, at all than Thomas. <laughs> oh, I... Maybe in a dynasty, but like Godwin has not put up numbers even close to Thomas last year, ever. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, and he puts up four points every four weeks or something, doesn't he? Yeah. Godwin's not that yeah. great. Anyway. Um, puts up, <laughs> but I, I just thought you'd find that interesting. No, that was funny. So. I, I love that tidbit. <laughs> I love to hear what, what goes on in Charlie's head. Because I wonder if Alex could, or I wonder if Anthony could trade Kamara to him for a huge haul. It's crazy. I'm still considering Charlie to win this game. I I actually do think Charlie has a chance to pop off at any given week to just fuck somebody over. Yeah, like T.Y. Hilton's just gonna have that week one week, right? T.Y. Hilton's just one week and a half there. No, he's not. How do you put up? Dude, he does it every year. He doesn't want to. Yeah, but he's never had Phillip Rivers as his quarterback. Oh, my God. Like, he randomly scores 24 or something every week, like, every year. Like, he'll do it sometimes. Have you seen Phillip Rivers Rivers. throw a football? He does have Phillip Rivers. I think I was was reading something, and I think think T.Y. Hilton's averaging, like, one yard per target or something. Probably. (laughs) Phillip Rivers cannot throw a football. He literally cannot. Anyone else. T.Y. Hilton has an insane amount of targets and it has missed more than half of them. <laughs> That's because Rivers is busy throwing it either to the other team or five yards short of his receiver because he can't oh, get yeah, it Oh, yeah, Ben Jefferson. Ben Jefferson was included in one of Charlie's counters for this Michael Thomas oh, trade. Ben Jefferson projected <laughs> seven points. Oh, no, no, he's projected. No, no, I was looking <laughs> at the wrong one. Only two. <laughs> wait, this is, wait who's, this is Charlie's team? Mm-hmm. So he has Jimmy Graham and Robert Tanyan and on his bench, Ebron. and he's he's sticking with Ebron, the former Lion, <laughs> who is just absolutely abysmal at playing football, and also on a team stacked with wide receivers. Right, much better <laughs> options on that team than Eric Ebron. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a crazy that I'm considering picking Charlie, even though he doesn't even have DK Metcalf this week. Yeah, God, if Charlie had DK Metcalf, that would be beautiful. I would love that because Charlie's locked into a bottom four spot basically at this point, and Anthony is competing with me for a playoff spot. (laughs) They start AP this week. Oh Oh, God! All right, I'm switching my pick. Let's go, Charlie. <laughs> I can't pick teams that are starting Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson. Well, it's because Camaro's. I don't care. Oh, my per- win percent ch- just went down by 2%. And we're live on the podcast. <laughs> Did it actually? Uh, it was at 31 earlier today. I think it's because you put in Julio. But oh, Charlie yeah. has the same chance to win as me, according to Sleeper. Oh, I'm picking wow. Charlie. Which is really depressing because I'm projected thirty more points than or twenty more points than. Him. I mean, he, I think Adrian Peterson's going to do better than Anthony Miller or Rex Burkhead. Okay, so. Anthony Miller is going to do nothing, or he's going to do a lot. He's Anthony Miller either puts up zero points or twelve. He's an unstartable player. Look, this is absurd. He's done nothing. Ever since Foles got in, he's done nothing. Mm, yeah, but the first three weeks, he put up 15, 0, and 11. <laughs> You'll love it. Yeah, I, don't know. I would love for him to pop off, beat Anthony. All right. 
I'm picking Charlie. Rex is similar. No, yeah, I'm picking, I'm picking Charlie. This is Anthony. Like, Why well, you guys picking Charlie? This is Charlie season. Gonna win. <laughs> Char- okay, we Charlie's gonna Horton. win. That's my upset of the week. Okay. Yeah, you guys, you guys aren't picking any upsets. So. Okay, let's go, uh, Chris. Chris Glidwood next. Uh, Frank Gore. So Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, also, Marquise so. Brown is his wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean that's what how it is usually, right? Yeah, I mean I don't like that still. No, Thielen's is wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah, Thielen is. God, really regret trading Thielen. Uh, I got offered Thielen for Debo early uh, before the year started. Oh I didn't do God. it. I, I traded Thielen for Hawkinson. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> I needed. I just needed a but tight I end. To, no, I, oh, Quinn yeah, drafted I Hawkinson. I wanted to draft Hawkinson. He picked trade. him up. I picked Fant. Everyone was like, "Quinn, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" I think Quinn won this trade. Yeah, yeah. Because Hawkinson had one good week. But Thielen put up a grand total of 60 points after that trade the entire year last year. So yeah, now he's the number two wide receiver in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah look at this. Looks like, like he was injured. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, so good trade on my part for gonna... trading a thirty-year-old. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Minnesota State. I don't even know what the hell this college <laughs> is, but Thielen's here. He was right? undrafted. Yeah, he's awesome. All right. Wait, how's Landry doing this year? Jar- oh, Chris is going. Ch- Chris is so confident he's going to chase Clayton. Well, Deontay Johnson's yeah, out. Yeah, I saw so. Chris's lineup. Oh, Johnson's out. Johnson's yeah, Johnson's out. out. I was I was paying attention. And he to just that traded earlier. all his wide receivers, so he's going to oh, yeah, chase Claypool. I am so upset. I, I tried to get Claypool. I wanted Claypool in the draft. I tried to trade up like three slots because I thought Chris had a chance of taking him, and I was I was projected to get him with my pick. But I thought I just wanted to trade up a few spots to be safe. Chris drafted him. Then he had one good week, then one bad week. I tried to get him as a sweetener in a trade, and Chris would not budge. Chris was like, oh, you like Claypool, eh? Like, I don't know. I think he's going to be good. And then he puts up 40 points. Yeah, no, he definitely Yeah, now I'd have to trade, like, Robbie Anderson to get him. Like, mm-hmm. definitely not doing that. Chris would probably Chris say no to that. Honestly, it probably would because Chris is, needs to get a first rounder as a sweetener in every trade that he makes. <laughs> Finally, somebody who understands. That's why I haven't traded with Chris because he is in a position of power and offers you garbage for like, I mean, okay, the trades that he's offering me aren't garbage, but he then he opts for trades with people that will give him an absurd amount for pennies. I so I'm so glad somebody gets it. All right. Um, <laughs> game of the week. Game of the week. Grant and Nick. Grant and Nick. No, I'm going with I Grant think, and Nick. I think me and John's game of the week personally. But, <laughs> but Grant and Nick is an exciting one too. I'm excited for this one. Because uh, I think Grant has a really good chance to pull off the upset. Uh, I do too. I mean, he's projected to win. So I don't know, is that an upset? I still think it's an upset because if, he's just got some juicy matches. If, he has the he has the, the the Packers back, so I don't know Gordon, if it's ever yeah, an upset. If Gordon doesn't play, that'll help. Gordon has some illness and also is an alcoholic. So <laughs> yeah, that illness is alcoholism, baby. I don't know what this illness was. They were very vague about it. I feel it. like this is the kind of illness that I would usually have on Friday mornings after <laughs> a tough night at Durkin's, yeah, where I'd be I'd trading John like Dallas Goddard or or like Devonte Adams for Dallas Goddard, and like be like, "Ha ha, guys, also- gotcha." 
<laughs> I've also heard that they're trying to just make this game or trying to suspend uh, trying to suspend Gordon this week and have the game not happen. <laughs> so then they get one week knocked off the NFL's suspension. That would be pretty but, funny. Yeah. What are they going to start doing here if teams miss multiple games? Like I mean, also, this? how many games have been pushed back, actually? Like two? No, like three or four, isn't it? Mm. I think only... I think only one has been pu- actually pushed back a Two have been pushed back a week. I think only two have actually been pushed back a week, but a lot have been pushed to, like, Monday or Tuesday. Right. Yeah, that'd be a real bummer if the Patriots have to forfeit and Lindsey would be the RB1 there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I real know. bummer for me, but good for the Broncos, Broncos I guess. Again. I think the Patriots would have to forfeit, right? I think if they have wow. a two COVID cases, that, if they have have to delay two weeks in a row because of their COVID, that was what the Titans had to do, and they just got moved to yeah. Tuesday. They got yeah. So I think if this so can't get moved to Tuesday, up. I think that they'd have to forfeit. But if, if I think it has to happen were, this week. Hmm. Maybe. I think that's I don't know, that's what the people in the sleeper comments are saying. Yeah, They're like they Patriots are forfeiting. Well that's what they said at the time. If they play this yeah, week. Yeah. Nobody think. knows what's happening. I think only the NFL if they test positive like up to the game. They'll push back to Tuesday at the latest. And then if they still are testing positive, um Tuesday, I think then the NFL just sweep it under the rug, say nobody has COVID and have the game going. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> they just play. Everyone actually tested negative. We're all good. And yeah, it's just like here. that's how we got here in the first place, right? They like they're like, oh, Cam Newton tested positive, and it's like been only two days since he did. Let's play the game anyway. If that's somebody still here, that's why the Patriots are still testing positive for COVID. Somebody tests positive day after a game. When was the last time you tested negative? I don't know. I get tested a lot. I get tested. A lot of people <laughs> test me. I uh, I, m- I might have gotten tested that day. Who knows? <laughs> Classic Newton. He's always found this shit. Yeah, Cam Newton. He talks like somebody else I know. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that Newton's star power has, gives them more more willingness to delay the game just to get him to play. And Belichick also can probably they just... Del- they already delayed this game once and have like given them the bye weeks now. But yeah. what do they do now that they like... They said they're not opposed to uh, delaying the Super Bowl. Yeah, so they yeah. would have to. Like, so they can. Add one they more said week. they could add a week. They would yeah. have to add one more week. Would they add more games to that week, or would it just be Patriots? It would just be them. Well, it would and just be them now. But then, that's like for fantasy, <laughs> it would just suck. I mean, just be it wouldn't count. Our, yeah, yeah. People who have Patriots or Broncos players just like lose a week. They would just get an extra yeah. buys. Yeah, it sucks. But I mean, how else are you going to do it? But also, people that have Patriots and Broncos players, me included, like can't really complain. Like, what can you expect yeah, from those players, anyways? Too many players on either of those teams you really want to invest in. Gordon's Cam like Newton and Fant and Damian Gordon. Harris. I guess I have Judy, so I. But yeah, but you're not starting Judy. Year, so yeah, Judy's okay. an investment. Right. Okay. Uh, who are you guys picking? We just spent. I picked Grant. I picked Grant. Who are you picking? Mm. Oh yeah, I'm picking Grant. I think yeah, Grant, has, Grant had a good week last week. I think he has an even better one. He's got Jones and Rogers back. Yeah, I and do think great Freeman. I think kind of was a little bit of an oddity last week. I don't think he's going to be that good every week. And a full game out of Madison, like that's yeah, gonna that's going to be the that's the game. Yep. That's yeah. a game changer for sure. I definitely like Grant in this. Dude, Madison's so fucking. Singletary good. also. I think Moss is still out. Um, 
look at the bottom of his lineup. All green. All great matchups. Yeah. Um, God, I, I really wish I would have got Madison and not traded with Max when he gave me fucking... I think he gave me Henderson. AJ Brown looked hot last week. And uh, Kelsey, number one rider, one number one tight end again. Yeah, I, I like Grant's team. I uh, might have to just live vicariously through him the rest of the season if I lose this week. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. It's gonna be a tough win, Tom. To be honest, mm-hmm. with Cookout, it's still gonna be a tough one. Uh, yeah, but I, I like my chances this week. Yeah, Tom, you got a tough <laughs> couple weeks coming up. You have you have John, and then you have me. I am happy that I'm getting you guys weakened a bit, though. So hmm. playing you with Dak is just like Ooh, your quarterback versus Minshew that week. You guys play your yeah. quarterback could put up legit double mine reasonably, like if you had Dak and I had Minshew. <laughs> well, actually, Very that's going to be interesting because that's the week that Herbert plays the Jags. Yeah. Oh, that's actually good. QB yeah, showdown. Also, yeah, but are the Chargers? Yeah, okay, both green. <laughs> These both have terrible defenses. Chargers don't have that bad. But mm. I get Jonathan Taylor on by next week, so it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Oh, also you have. Oh God, I'm fucked when I play you, Michael. You play me when I have Ridley and Zeke on by. Ooh, hate to <laughs> see it. Oh, Zeke's not on by. Week ten. Week seven. That's next week. Oh, wait. We play week seven. Oh, then you play me week 10 when Ridley and Zeke are on by. Okay, so week seven will you be get, a good matchup. I don't think yeah. I play anybody with, like, really but good bye weeks. But he has and Hill on by that week. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I still think Zeke is, like, a bigger hit to me because I don't have a replacement at all. Unless Akers oh, takes... Yeah, you just don't have an RP2. Unless Akers takes over by then, I guess I can dream. Oh, I can't wait to start Gas... Oh, Gaskin's on bye against you next week. I'm so pissed. <laughs> You're just trying to rub him in my face for not trading? What was, your, what was your trade offer again? I was offering you, like, Gaskin and Damian Harris for uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah, and then you revoked that Harris part. Well, would you do it with the Harris part? Maybe. I don't know. I kind of want to keep my wide receiver dominance, and I feel like Pittman's the answer All for right. That. Have fun starting Philip Lindsay as your RB2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like at some point I do need to suck it up and trade for a running back. Give me a call yeah, with that Henderson. <laughs> no one wants Henderson. What the hell is you guys? You guys have problems, issues, right? I <laughs> would. Points. I would take Henderson basically as a handcuff. <laughs> I'll honestly take that. I don't want to start Henderson ever again. Just give me someone. <laughs> I. The only reason I'd want Henderson is just so I for sure have the Rams backfield yeah, in the that's future. What I'm saying it ha- he has value to you. Only me. Nobody else. Have, like I feel like. <laughs> I don't know why Charlie thinks he's not worth it. Why Charlie, would Charlie want? Charlie only a... looks at points. He'll be like, "Oh, look at all these points. He scores so many." No, he, he looks at the team, and if it's not New Orleans, he doesn't want. <laughs> so that's how Nick works too. He's like Henderson team L A R. That is not the Jets. Right? I, I can't. <laughs> Would what's, you, the, what's the Jets abbreviation again? Okay, would you guys have given yes, Jets, Jets, Jets? <laughs> would you guys have given me six waiver dollars even for Herndon? No, <laughs> I'll give you exactly zero. I'll give you a first round draft pick because that's what I gave up for last time. Yeah, real drop off for Herndon, but I did actually make six dollars off of having my on my IR for a year. So 
<laughs> Worth the investment. Do I have my RR right now? I should trade. Yeah, if you could get if you could get six dollars off $6. of Zigbo, that'd be a good yeah. that'd be a good uh, return on Send investment. Send him to Alex; he'd give it to you. A Zigbo for a first round? <laughs> Probably. Like, I have nothing left. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you twenty twenty two. How's that? Like? Oh wait, you picked up. Oh yeah, no, you had Evans. Cole Komet off roster. Sad. Wait, who's Cole Clement? Cole Clement, <laughs> he's a former Notre Dame tight end Michael drafted and really liked and has not played a snap, basically. He hasn't done a thing. Second round I don't think he has a Bears. point. Yeah, but then they just were like, oh, let's Sell put Dalvin. in Jimmy Graham. I'm sad. Sell Dalvin? Probably. Yeah, this guy's not good. Six waiver dollars for Dalvin? Anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll do uh, that. Yeah, I guess. Herndon I'll give you seven. What? I'll turn Herndon into Dalvin. I don't want to <laughs> rip you off here. Oh, okay. Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't have many waiver dollars left. These are worth a lot yeah, for you. Yeah, I only have nine. Yeah, see, that's why I was criticizing you picking up people that you drop promptly. <laughs> like, why did you pick up Mo Alley Cox and you had Kittle? Cox. I don't think he's dropped any of the other ones. I, yeah, I dropped Cal, yeah. Cox and... But then also like Tim, uh, Tim, whatever, Patrick. Tim Patrick. Are you really ever gonna? Okay, that's only three. Okay. Hey, I like. Tim Are you Patrick. ever gonna start him? Tim Patrick is a. Uh, All these he's not bad. Damon Harris. Yeah, Tim Patrick's not bad. He's been on my team in the past. I had him when I won. He actually has a ring. Does he? Believe it or not. Oh. Yeah, he has a Rice Dynasty ring. Yeah. I'm happy to have <laughs> Damian Harris back. I'm not upset about that. And Miles Gaskin. So these guys have worked out. We'll see if Fulgham is Yeah, Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin did. Be worth more than Fulgham. Yeah, I, I really regret not. I think I bid like $8 on Miles Gaskin and got outbid. So I was pretty I pissed about that one. Miles Gaskin. That week I remember bidding. Oh, no, well, next week I bid on Mullally. Love Miles Gaskin. <laughs> Top 20 running back. Mm. Dang, I barely had any waivers. Russell Gage, Wait, Logan, you, what, Thomas, look at look at my waivers. Should we uh, stop recording? We're at like almost an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All's are just, just talking. This <laughs> just talking. <laughs> oh wow, I really like my waiver pickups. <laughs> the Ernest Johnson for twenty six dollars. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping that he would turn out to be like. Uh, Mike Davis. I was hoping he'd be a Mike Davis situation. But I still have fun. All right. There, so. Yeah. Well. Okay. Right. Uh, see ya, everybody. Bye, guys. See ya. It was, uh, it was a pleasure, guys. <laughs> Ryan Nall for a dollar. <laughs>